0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Todd Coconato Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnants. My name is Pastor Todd Coconato on this 124-2022 Monday edition. Welcome to the broadcast. So thankful to be here. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for praying for me. Remnant warriors all around the world. Thank you so much for praying for me. You guys are amazing You're the best. You're the best. There's literally no one better than you. Thank you so much The only one that I think maybe is better than you well actually is better than you sorry to say is god But other than that you're the best and I can't even tell you um, you guys really got me through this all your prayers and your letters and your emails and just everything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And um, God has once again, sustained my life. And uh, I'll do a, a live stream on Facebook, a little bit more about what happened the last week or so, but I just want you to know I'm on the mend and uh, my heart is unblocked and uh, my breathing is good. My levels are normalized. And uh, so praise God, the Lord is just so faithful. You know, it could have gone a lot worse. It could have gone totally different direction but I believe God is not done with me yet and uh, so anyway I'm just so thankful to be here and uh, just love you guys and thank you again for your prayers and just uh, amazing so it's Monday the 24th of January and we are not short of uh, catastrophic headlines around the world that I could definitely get into and i did promise that we'd talk about disney at some point this week which uh, they actually made the headlines today Uh, i guess something going on at sundance um which um, apparently disney let's just read the headline disney shock sundance movie features cannibalism man cuts up dates and eats them well that sounds like some great quality uh, content from disney Not surprising to me that Disney would have something uh, that has to do with cannibalism because they're just trying to normalize everything demonic. And so later on in the week, I think on the Thursday broadcast, we're going to have Tony Stockton, who um, really is an advocate for uh, parents and, um, you know, getting this type of information out there. She's going to talk to us about what she thinks about Disney. And I'm going to give my side of it on the second half of today's broadcast as well, because I've been in the Disney machine personally as an actor in Hollywood. I've you know, dated Disney people and, you know, personally been pretty close to what I call the Disney machine and saw a lot personally. And so I'm going to share some of that on the later second half of today's broadcast. By the way, the broadcast is now being picked up by certain radio affiliates. So if you are listening on the radio, we want to welcome you and thank you for tuning in the Todd Coconado Show. And uh, I'm just so thankful to these affiliates for picking us up. And apparently the Lord is doing something and expand the territory. So I have to be diligent about making this broadcast Monday through Thursday because we got to get this out to the affiliates. And, um, you know, so I have to be diligent about that. So there's going to be some shifts in the ministry here where, you know, I have to be strategic when I'm traveling and speaking at different conferences and different things. You know, I can't just be just going places just to go. You know, I got I to be strategic because, you know, God is, is opening certain doors and, uh, we have a real opportunity here to continue to uh, reach more people and wake more people up. And the whole mission, just so you know, is souls. Uh, it's always been about souls. It's always been about waking people up. It's always been about getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered. And it's a very unique calling. And uh, this Remnant community, many of you get it and you have unique callings and we're kind of working synergistically. Many of you, you know, text me and and we're doing things, you know, together and, there's just amazing things that God is doing in building this underground railroad for the remnant. And every day it's like, do you notice that every day there's like a major headline? I mean, let's just look at like today's headlines. Like, so Disney makes a movie on cannibalism. Okay. That's like not even a big deal compared to the other thing. I mean, we're looking at a possible war with Russia and NATO, uh, where, you know, now they're moving in and positioning troops in that part of the world escalating for what appears to be a possible war scenario. And by the way, while that's happening, which I mean, to me, it's just a no brainer. Again, if I was Xi Jinping and uh, you know, I had the massive Chinese military and you know, the biggest wealth transfer in the history of the world from West to East, which has been taking place for the last 30 years since Bill Clinton made uh, China most favored nation status for trade and uh, you know, let them get into the world trade organization, all the different things that have happened from the globalists and the Deep state cabal and those that are trying to shift power from west to east, and you know, the people of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, and the great reset, and all the things that we talk about that people say are conspiracy, even though we read their own documents and we listen to their speeches. It's not a conspiracy, it's actually happening. Uh, but they people would rather have their heads buried because they just don't want to research, so they'd much rather just say, I'm gonna pretend like that's not happening. And I'm just going to listen to what Rachel Maddow says because she cares about me. And I'm going to listen to what Big Pharma says because they care about me. You know, and, and, and doesn't it ever make, you know, like they take my content down. I'm a pastor. Okay. I'm not, I'm not sitting here, you know, saying anything super crazy, you know, uh, but, you know, YouTube takes my content down, flags my channel, you know, gives me a strike, tells me I'm talking about medical misinformation because I personally shared my personal situation where I took ivermectin my god that's medical you know misinformation pastor Todd Coconato oh what a world we live in please forgive me I know I sound a little bit passionate I don't mean to <laughs> well I guess I can uh but but you know some I'm, I'm, I'm live on the radio so if I if I misspeak you gotta please just have a little mercy with me okay I'm, I'm just a human being Um, but you know, you you, now thousands of us troops, this is breaking news. Thousands of us troops are put on heightened alert. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what the heightened alert is? It's for a war with Russia. I just want people to understand this. If you don't know Jesus Christ, please get your house in order. Please, if, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, and I'm not trying to say this to put fear in your heart, because what place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. So it's not even about fear. It's just common sense. Uh, look at the world. Like, I don't think anybody should be messing around with their eternity right now. I'm just going to be honest with you. I think we need to be uh, wise as serpents and gentle as doves, but we need to be sober minded and we need to understand this is uh, a very extraordinary time to be alive. Now, God has specifically made us for a time as this. So don't let the fear come in. Don't let the doubt come in. And, uh, you know, you just keep pressing ahead. Like we are going to be victorious. If you're on the side of team Jesus, if you're, if you're a Christian, a follower of Jesus, you're on the right side and, uh, you're going to rule and reign in eternity. If you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and savior. But I'm just telling you, if you haven't today is the day, like don't go another day. Just because just don't, why are you playing Russian roulette with your life? Like, just don't do it. Like, you know what? Jesus is the answer. He is the ultimate void filler. And so I'm just encouraging you, please. And that's because I care about you. But you know what? God loves you even more than me. And he loves you so much that he died on the cross for your sins. So I just I just pray that if you haven't fully made the commitment to serve Jesus, and you've been listening to this broadcast for a while, I really would encourage you to accept Jesus today. Don't wait another day. The world is going crazy. And again, it's not about fear. But okay, we're looking at a war with Russia. By the way, if I was Xi Jinping, I would probably be moving in on Taiwan, which is what's happening. Because every tyrant in the world right now, it's like, you know, they see the blood in the water. You know what I'm saying? Like the American empire is flailing. You know, they they, they saw what happened in Afghanistan. I think that was done purposely to make America look extremely weak. We left billions of dollars of equipment there. The way, I mean, a two-year-old could have pulled out of Afghanistan better than Joe Biden. I mean, let's just, my my two-year-old, I really have more confidence that my two-year-old could have gotten us out of, I mean, she would know. Like you know, just just wisdom. Like I mean, she would know. uh, Yeah, you probably should leave the troops there until everybody else uh, is out safe. You know, probably don't just abandon the airbase and probably don't leave uh, billions of dollars of equipment. Yeah, but just just common sense things. And and people in the military, by the way, are just enraged about what happened there because you know many of them have friends that were maimed and and that, you know they lost loved ones there, and so people are just they still are just in shock of what happened with Biden and in the way that we pulled out, but, but that, but what happened there, as president Trump said in his recent speech, it was probably the worst thing in this generation that America has done maybe ever from a, from a strategic standpoint, cause it just made us look, I mean, the blood is in the water. So then you got Russia, you know, building up the troops. Now, of course we know that the NATO uh, allies and, and, you know, basically the, the military industrial complex have been poking at Russia, the warmongers, the neocons, You know, they've been wanting a war with Russia. I mean, if we think back to the Clinton, you know, uh, when Clinton was running against Donald Trump in 2016, I really believe that if Hillary Clinton would have got in, we probably would have already had this war because that was the plan, you know, so Trump averted that. And then they, you know, the whole four years that Trump was in, it was Russian collusion, collusion, collusion. You know, they were just obsessed with Russia, if you recall. And so now they, you know, that they have another cabal person in there. Uh, you know, I don't think he's really doing anything. I think the puppeteers and the puppet masters behind him are the ones that are running the country, definitely not Joe Biden. Uh, but I will say, uh, regardless, uh, th- you know, it's no surprise to me that all of a sudden we're looking back at a war with Russia. I mean, because that we knew that was part of the plan. So, uh, so here we are. Now, a- as this happens, though, unfortunately, uh, the issue is that the other tyrants of the world, like Xi Jinping and uh, Kim Jong-un, and others they're going to start manifesting now too because it's just what they do when they see America's weak because there's this whole balance of power in the world and a weak America is is just the you know it's it's disruptive to the whole uh, power structure and geopolitics of the whole world so you know you got the middle east you got you know China you got uh, North Korea you got all these different things that are that are elements that Donald Trump in his strength his his leadership when he was in the presidency you know, was keeping these tyrants at bay and was keeping these situations. Actually, we were seeing peace in the Middle East. We were seeing, uh, you know, the, the cords there and all the, you know, the amazing things that were happening where countries were coming together and, uh, you know, it was just the, the economy was booming. He built it back again, you know, after the pandemic and, and things were reopening and, you know, he wasn't forcing mandates like Joe Biden has tried to do. I mean, you know, I can just go on and on and on, but regardless, we are where we are now and so, you know, from a prophetic standpoint, what what exactly is happening? Well, I, you know, I would I would tend to think that they're still moving us toward this um, great reset and that, uh, you know, we're going to see some changes in the financial world in the next five or six years here, maybe sooner. Uh, we, we heard the other day about a digital currency and the Fed wanting to roll out a digital currency. Well, that would make sense because they want to track everything that you're buying and selling, which, again, is biblical. Uh, you know, so, so we're, we're looking at it from a prophetic standpoint. We're saying, wow, there's a lot of things that are happening kind of all at once. I mean, you think of Gog and Magog, you think of digital currency and the mark of the beast. You think of, you know, things that are happening in the middle East. You think of the, 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 change in the balance of power in the world. And, uh, and so Christians have their, their alarm bells going off. If you have discernment and people are trying to figure out, okay, what do I do? And my suggestion is go deeper than ever before, like walk in miracle signs and wonders. Like this is the time, friends, for us to be the church. This is the time for us to have big faith. This is the time for us to be who we were created to be fearless. Like, what do we have to lose? Like if God comes back tomorrow, then so be it, you know, but I, I want to be the best version of me. And I'll tell you with this near death experience that I just had, you know, uh, with my heart and, and just, you know once again, the Lord's sparing my life. Like I am more emboldened than ever before because I just think, what do I have to lose? The Lord keeps sparing my life. You know, I'm obviously here for, for this season and I believe the same for you. You know, if you're a remnant person, you've probably been through hell and back. You've been through the refiner's fire. You may be tried and tested right now and you may be going through a big trial right now and that's no mistake because I really believe the Lord is trying us in order. You know, he's allowing things to happen to, to build our faith, to let us go deeper in trusting him. And to, to really understand who we are in Jesus Christ, and that's why we've been talking about that on Sundays, is who we are, what we're able to do, you know, what the Bible says, taking dominion, taking authority, binding, loosing, you know, all the things that the, the, the Word of God tells us to do and, and the church is, is meant to do, to be the head, not the tail, that, that for some reason, uh, for many years in the Western world, there's been a disconnect of this. And, and, and that, this is going to be a great segue into the second half of the show when I get into the Disney segment, because this is what's happened is there's been an infiltration of the church where we have allowed this infiltration. And so if we don't get it right now, that's why God's allowing this time. He's coming back for a church without spot and a wrinkle. He's coming back for bold, bold Christians, people that are willing to stand and 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 not a little leaven, you know, not a little compromise, not, not the church of Laodicea. So we got to come out from among them. And that's been the central theme of the last few weeks here is coming out from among them. But the thing is, is like, when you see these headlines, you know, don't, don't get freaked out. Don't, don't get freaked out about it because I know that it's easy to get overwhelmed. I mean, look, you know, you go on the drudge report, which I don't really like the drudge report much. Uh, but you know, you go on the drudge report, it says stock sell off continues, you know, crypto collapse, economy slows during Omnicron, you know, super bubble, super burst. So they're, they're, they're flashing. Now they're trying to get everybody panicked like, okay, it's time for war and it's time for economic collapse. And, uh, you know, we're going to see a recession now and, you know, they're trying to prepare, but like more doom and gloom, like as if we haven't had enough with the pandemic, as if we hadn't have enough with the and, and, and all these things are self made, by the way. I mean, it's like they try to make it like it's about Omnicron. It's not about Omnicron. It's about the fact that you made everybody take the mandate, you know, the all these millions of people that walked away from their job because they didn't want to take the jab. And they're trying to they're trying to pretend like that's not even existent. No, it is existed because I've talked to thousands of people and I know that people had to make a very difficult decision between their career. Then they've been with companies for years that said, look, either you take the job, you're going to lose your job. And these people held the line. They stood by their conscience and they stood by what the Lord was telling them. And they said, well, I'm not going to take it. And they literally had to walk away from their job. And this is in the tune of millions of Americans, millions. And, and, and you don't think that those people that aren't getting paid and some of them are still out of jobs and maybe that's you. You know, you're, you're probably not spending the money that you would normally spend. So, of course, it's going to affect the economy. And then you layer on that the, you know, the uh, what they're calling a labor shortage with well, labor shortage is induced by the mandates. <laughs> it's so stupid. And then but if you talk about that, you're spreading medical misinformation. You're spreading information, misinformation. They'll take down your YouTube channel. You can't talk, Pastor Coconato, because you're controversial. Why am I controversial? Because I'm, t- I'm talking about the the truth is controversial now. And if you talk about the truth, you're like some crazy, like to them, oh my gosh, he's dangerous. Better get the FBI after Pastor Coconato. He's speaking the truth. I mean, that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's Orwellian. Who would have ever thought, you know, in a world of universal deceit, right? <laughs> Telling the truth is a remarkable thing. It's the truth. I mean, literally, you know, <laughs> but you got to laugh. and And that's why, you know, in all this, God has brought us together, and I know so many of you now personally, and, and we speak often, and text, and email, and you know I know what God is doing in your life. And some of you are going through some some tests and trials right now, a- along with us, and so we're standing with you. You're standing with us. We're praying for you. You're praying for us. That's what this whole thing's about. I'm thankful for you, and we're going to get through this together. And I really believe that's why the Lord's allowing this to happen. And so you're not crazy. You're not alone. You know, God doesn't think you're crazy. God sees everything you're going through. He's with you. Uh, but what What an extraordinary time, you know? What an extraordinary time. And um, so do I think we're going to get in a war? Well, I, I hope not. Um, but it, it does appear that there's going to be an escalation here that's induced. Uh, it seems like this is what the military industrial complex wants. It seems like this is what the globalists want. It seems like this is their next stage in this whole thing. For whatever reason, they want this thing to go down in Ukraine. Uh, they've been wanting this war I don't know how much it's going to escalate. I mean, is it going to go nuclear? I'm not thinking that. I'm hoping not. I mean, of course, there's that potential. Uh, but what what it looks like, you know, if this thing really goes full, full, what I think could happen if this, this goes full steam here with Russia is I think that, uh, first of all, you're going to see, you know, a lot of saber rattling with NATO, you know, troop escalation. They're probably going to be arming the uh, separatists and the people in the, um, you know, the the uh, ukraine you know the people that are on the the side of the west they're going to be arming them they're going to be funneling them weapons and 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 finances and things like that but they're they're far uh inferior to the russian troops so the russian troops could easily uh, go in there and take over at least a good portion of the country which they probably will and uh you know a lot of the people in ukraine by the way are ethnic russians and they actually want that so you know you got to kind of know a little bit about the story there you know um when the obama administration allowed the orange revolution take place and uh, there was kind of an overthrow of the Ukrainian government that took place. And there was a lot of corrupt individuals there, by the way. And, uh, you know, they kind of let this like neo-Nazi government take over. It's a very strange government that's been in power in the Ukraine. And uh, the people are, you know, it's not like they're like all super happy about the government there. You know, in fact, the, a lot of the, the country's been unstable. And so some people want to be part of Russia. And so they wouldn't even fight it. Uh, but then, of course, then you got the people that are the Western back people that are going to be armed and equipped and, and funneled, you know, weapons and money. And, and so there's going to be some type of fighting and people are going to die if this whole thing does go into full-blown war, which it appears it might. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, I don't know that the United States is going to necessarily be actively fighting Russia. But what, what would probably happen was pretty severe economic sanctions and, you know, saber rattling and high tension. And, uh, you know, it, it could definitely get to a bigger conflict. But the problem is not even that in and of itself okay now of course you know ukraine is a gateway to europe uh they got pipelines going through there and you know so there's a lot of variables here and uh, obviously it's not a good thing if russia goes in there and takes over two-thirds of the country or something like that i mean it's not going to be a benefit to the west that's for sure uh, but it is something that's possible and actually likely and uh, again i don't know that the american troops or the nato troops would be fighting russian troops in ukraine I mean, that would be World War III. If we get to that place, we're in real bad shape because then here's where it gets worse, okay? And I'm not trying to be a doom and gloom guy, but let's just say it did get to a shooting war with the West versus Russia. You know, obviously China could then uh, move in on Taiwan because why wouldn't they? They'd see an opportunity there and, you know, fully invest in Hong Kong and Taiwan and then, you know, whatever else they want to do over there in the Asian Pacific region. And then you got guys like Kim Jong-un that probably start shooting off some missiles and do his thing. And uh, then you got Iran that would probably be starting maybe, to, you know, be emboldened and do their thing. So you got a bunch of different countries around the world that would then all the naughty, you know, dictator type people of the world would be like, hey, here's my opportunity, you know. And I think that's kind of what they've been setting up here. If you think about this, I mean, they, they, you know, a weekend United States. I mean, that's the World Economic Forum vision. That's the Klaus Schwab vision, right? They had their little commercial. You know, you're going to own nothing and you're going to love it. You know, we're going to take your house from you and you're going to love it. You know, you're going to rent your house. Um, uh, and you know, it's fine if you rent your house. I mean, obviously I rented for many years too, but I'm just saying like They don't want anybody knowing anything like they don't even want you to have that ability They they want you to be completely indebted And uh, and you're gonna love it by the way And and then and then, you know, they see a diminished america They see a, you know, america is one of many which if you remember barack hussein obama who wanted to funda- fundamentally change america That was his vision too. one of many, you know, not not that america is, you know, great or You know, in fact, remember uh, Michelle Obama, you know, when she was like, I'm finally proud of America for the first time, like she hated America so much that it was like one thing that was stupidest thing ever to be proud of America for that she was proud for. You know, she didn't understand. She said all that for a flag. You remember that all that for a flag? I mean, that that's the people who were the president for eight years of our country. Can you imagine that? I mean, the more damage was done during the Barack Hussein Obama administration where they were selling off our our country you know, and, and China just got such a foothold in the world, the rare earth minerals, they moved in Africa, you know, they, they, people don't realize, you know, I talk to missionaries and and people around the world and stuff. And, you know, they just tell you like, you know, you don't even hear in America, Pastor Todd, but China is everywhere here in Africa. They're all, I mean, they're everywhere in Australia and the, you know, and so China has just been advancing. I mean, all the, the canals and the, you know, the rare earth minerals and just posturing themselves militarily around the world. And, and the biggest wealth transfer in the history of the world from west to east in the last 30 years since, you know, the Clinton administration made China most favored nation status. So this has all been happening for a long time, but many Americans have had their heads buried in the sand. They don't want to believe it. They just listen to the fake news media and their narrative. And, and that, that's pretty much it. I mean, they just didn't want to listen to people like us. Now, the reason why shows like this are starting to really gain a lot of steam and all of a sudden we have like a ton of listeners is because now people are realizing like, wow. Maybe those people weren't conspiracy theorists. Maybe they actually were telling the truth. Maybe they were actually doing research, you know? So I want to tie it back to the Bible because I don't want to just get into doom and gloom stuff and then just leave you there. I mean, the thing is, is like, we knew this stuff was going to happen. This is all biblical. Um, You know, it seems like we're moving towards the Gog and the Magog situation. It seems like we're moving towards the Mark of the Beast. It seems like we're getting everything set up here. And uh, that's right on schedule. So we are actually a generation that has been made for a time as this, equipped for this. God knew what he was doing and having us be alive in this time. So we, we can't fear, um, but we have to understand how we, and, and this is what I love about uh, some of the remnant pastors, and I've been listening to certain preachers out there that are really speaking some bold stuff, and and I love this message. is like we either get it or we don't. Either we believe this or we don't. Either we believe what the Bible says or we don't, because if we believe it, and and, and we're not just frauds that are walking around just pretending Because I think a lot of people in church for a long time are kind of just playing church. Let's just be real. But we're 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 the remnant, right? So we we're either real or we're not. We're either fake or we're not. We're either frauds or we're not. So if we're authentic and we believe this, then that means we got to do it. We got to walk it out. We got to walk in authority. We got to be set apart. We got to we got to you know come out from among them. Uh, We got to be consecrated. We got to have big faith. Um, we, we can't grow weary in doing good. We can't be weak sauce. We can't be, uh, soy boys, men. Okay. We gotta be men. Uh, we gotta, we gotta be willing to stand. We gotta be righteous. We gotta be set apart. We gotta be holy because the Bible says be holy for I'm holy. So God has given us a mandate. He's given us everything that we need in our toolbox. And I talk about it a lot, but when we look at these things in the world, we can't grow fearful and we can't grow weary. This is actually something that should embolden us and strengthen us in our faith. See, like And again, I'm just making this an example. I'm not patting myself on the back, but, you know, it's like the other day, like when I went into the hospital and all this different stuff, like I could have gotten really, you know, discouraged about my health and all that. But instead, I look at this as an opportunity. I say, but you know what? God spared me again. Like, wow, you know, he he spared me again. Like, I'm still alive, you know, so I look at it as an opportunity and I think, you know what? There must be a reason why I'm alive. So I'm not going to be depressed about it. And that's all I'm saying is we, we just have to look at the glass half full, not half empty. We have to say, look, we're, we're in this extraordinary time. It's the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. Uh, there is potential for a great harvest. I mean, there could be a nuclear war. But hey, as long as there's not, I have every single day to go out there and get people saved and set free and healed and delivered. I might as well do it. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, we might as well teach our kids the ways of the Lord. We might as well teach our friends and our neighbors the truth. We might as well exude Jesus Christ. We might as well lay hands on the sick. We might as well believe for big miracles. We might as well do this thing as the Bible instructs because no one knows the day nor the hour. We're not promised tomorrow. But while we're here, why don't we do this thing? Like, I think that's where we're at right now, right? I mean, it's like, you know, so the bubble bursts, okay? We got, you know, a big economic collapse or whatever. I mean, Has that happened before in history? Well, yeah. Have people survived it? Yeah, they did. You know, they say the food supply is under pressure. Well, I mean, do you you expect anything less? I mean, right? I mean, it's like, you know, you could just go through the headlines. You know, grim January leaves New Yorkers fearful for future. Uh, Los Angeles trains being robbed, you know, by bandits. I mean, it's like, it's apocalyptic headlines. The headlines are like, you know, what you would see in like a movie you know, like a a breakdown of society movie. And that's what we're kind of walking through right now. And it's like a slow collapse. So we can get real freaked out and we can get depressed and we can feel powerless, or we can make the decision to be glass half full Christians and say, you know what? I am so excited because for some reason, God trusted me to be alive in this time. I'm so excited. I don't know how or why that I'm alive in this time, but God must've saw it where I would be a good candidate to be alive in this time. And and he knew that my personality and, and the gifts that he's given me and the anointing he's put on my life and the calling he's put on my life is 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 commensurate for this time period. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get out there and represent Jesus. And 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 that's the thing. And you get up and you go out and you just you just be the best version of you. And you don't get caught up in the weeds. And because you, you, otherwise you're gonna you're gonna just get totally you're gonna be like a sinking ship. You're just gonna be overwhelmed. But if you just if you just say you know what I'm I'm not even gonna worry about this thing. Uh, instead I'm just going to say, you know what? I'm going to take every day. You know, what do you have for me today, Lord? What can I do today? What can I go out there and do? And, and you just, and you turn off the noise and don't dwell in the negative and just, just be in the spirit and just, just be in the spirit and just let the Lord take you. He's the wind beneath your wing. Just let the Lord take you. And that's what we're going to do, friends. And we're going to be that remedy community. Look, if it gets to a point where our, our dollar is worth nothing, this community, you know what we're going to do? As long as I got breath in my lungs and we're on the air, whatever, we're going to work together. We're going to put together a trade and barter system. You know, our our fellow uh, remnant warriors out in Indiana, they need food. Hey, you know what? Uh, Cincinnati warrior over here has a big stockpile of food. We're going to trade you some food for, I don't know, gasoline or, you know, you got. we're, we're going to literally become that Underground Railroad. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen here eventually because this is what God is doing. He's establishing. And by the way, there's going to be revival and healings and people are going to be dancing in the street. And it, it's, it's, it's the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. You know, we, we, we were expecting it to be a certain way because we always have our own vision, but God has this whole thing worked out. He knew exactly what was going to happen. He knew exactly how it's going. And he's going to take care of us just like he takes care of the birds of the air and the fish of the sea. He's going to take care of you and me. He's going to take So, so work on your marriage, work on your relationship with Jesus get in the word of God, show love to your friends and your family, be the light, be the salt. When somebody's down around you, say, can I pray for you? Pray for them. Look, I'm going tomorrow. My doctor that's been taking care of me, you know, she's praying for a new office, you know? And I said, you know, the least I could do, I mean, you just basically saved my life. I mean, the least I could do is come over and lay hands on this facility that you're trying to, you know, acquire, and, and pray for a financial breakthrough that they're going to approve it. You know, that, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take back the territory. I mean, literally, like, you know, this is the kind of stuff we need to do. You're you're in a restaurant and, and you're praying and, and people are watching like, you know, why not? Why can't people just start weeping in the restaurant, being touched by the Holy Spirit in the restaurant? I've seen it happen. It happened to me at a gym. It happened to me at a coffee shop. Why can't it happen at a restaurant? Why can't it? I mean, this is this is what happens when the church leaves the building. It doesn't mean we've forsake the assembly together, of the brethren, but but it's 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 go time. It's all in time. Like we've got to stop thinking about ourselves. It's got to be kingdom focused. And if you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things are added unto you. You see what I'm saying? So that's what happens. So anyway, i'm I'm excited., uh, we're gonna be going on a commercial break real quick. I'll be back. This is the Todd Coconato Show, Monday, 124, 2022 edition. I'll be right back. Hey, everybody, Pastor Todd here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the broadcast today. Hey, listen, I just want to thank everybody that prayed for me this last week and everybody that has been writing and interceding and you guys are amazing. Just thank you so, so much. Uh, we are fully listener supported. And so if you're able to support the broadcast, you can go to toddcoconato.com, com slash give, com slash give. And there are multiple ways that you can go ahead and support this broadcast as well as the Sunday service. We want to thank you so much for being a part of this amazing community. And again, I personally want to thank you for your prayers. It just means the absolute world and your support. It's what's got us through, and uh, I'm already back on the air only by the grace of God a week later from having a blockage in my heart. Is that pretty amazing? God is good. God is good. All right. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody. Just want to let you know about our supporter that supports this program, Mike Lindell and MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. If you go to mypillow.com, you can get up to 65 or 66% off your order, simply by putting in the promo code Remnant R E M N A N T, or you can just use R M N T R M N T. So Remnant or R M N T. Put that in the promo code at mypillow.com and receive up to 65 to 66% off your order. Pretty amazing, and it also helps us fund the operation and the broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in the show. We love you guys and we bless you in Jesus name. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Todd here. Second half of the show, we're going to get into Disney, Disney. And then we're going to talk about it later in the week with Tony Stockton. And she has an amazing ministry where she really educates parents. It's rise up for the children. Really, really great organization that she's. Uh, founded, and so we'll have Tony Stockton on Thursday's show. But want to welcome you back to the broadcast. This is the Todd Coconut Show, The Remnant, on this Monday, 124, 2022 edition. And I've been telling you guys that I'm going to talk about Disney. So let me share in this part of the show today, the second half of the show, uh, for the next half hour, what I mean by the Disney machine. So let me just give you a little history here. So I was an actor in Hollywood. Uh, I was on shows like Who's the Boss, Jake and the Fat Man, Uh, I had a couple of national commercials, Crest, Coca-Cola. Let's see, you know, I was on a bunch of different things over the years. I got to work with a lot of actresses and actors that you would know, people like Corey Feldman, Alyssa Milano, people like that. When I was a kid, I was very young. I was like eight years old to like 16 years old. You know, I was young. I was in Hollywood. I got to experience a lot there. I saw a lot, uh, good, bad, ugly, Um, I think the Lord allowed me to see these things uh, so that I would know what's going on. It actually became a big part of the ministry later on. I went back into Hollywood. Uh, The radio, the first radio show that I had was called Hollywood Alive Radio, where we talked about what God is up to in Hollywood. So God redeemed Hollywood. And I really believe gave me a spiritual authority to work in Hollywood because our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. So the Lord redeemed that. And took me back into Hollywood for many years I was there until the Lord started bringing me into government and to, uh, you know, what we do now at the Remnant. So it's been a journey. Um, You know, the Lord has done this, uh, but I did see a lot in Hollywood. And I will tell you, one of the things that I knew about Hollywood was Disney because I, um, for some reason, God. Again, uh, I dated a couple of people that were, you know, women, obviously that were, that were Disney actresses and um, you know, I, they, they were friends with some of the biggest Disney actresses Uh, you know, some of the biggest names in Disney, you know, and, and what would happen would be, and you've probably seen this, maybe you haven't, but you know, the way Disney works is you go in there and they have this really innocent show like Hannah Montana, you know, really innocent show. And then, and then somewhere along the line. All of a sudden, the saint, the star of that show, who all these young people follow, millions of young people follow them and look up to, you know, Miley Cyrus, and and then all of a sudden they sexualize them. And how does it go from Hannah Montana to like this girl, you know, literally like bending over and, and showing every single piece of her body? Like, I mean, it's so grotesque and so overt and in our face. And it's like, you know, the fact that people haven't been more outraged about this over the years is kind of perplexing if you think about it because think of how many young people's lives have been affected by Disney and the way that they do this where they sexualize these young kids. And it's over and over again, Selena Gomez, you know, Hannah Montana with Miley Cyrus. I mean, over and over and over again, Britney Spears, you know, it just happens over and over and over again. And yet it's like the same thing. They start off, remember, you know, not that innocent. And then it's like, literally like Britney's going crazy, shaving her head. And, and, you know, I, I'm actually a, supporter of Britney I mean I, I feel bad for Britney Spears I I met Britney Spears a couple of times and you know I, I feel bad for her I feel bad for what they've done to her over the years and I think many of you do too as well I mean you've seen the control and I saw the control personally like I saw the handlers and and the fact that like they literally lay out their whole day like everything is planned and it's like they're not even allowed to be their own person they, they you know they, and with Britney I mean she didn't even control her money you know and they deemed her crazy and you know, it's so sad what happened to that woman and, and her life. And I, I really believe she's fighting to, you know, have some control in her life. But I think that she's still caught up because of the the amazing amount of control they're able to obtain in these people's lives. You know, it's it's quite remarkable, actually, uh, what they're able to accomplish in control. But it's I really believe and, you know, I've asked this question, many people in Hollywood. But I say, do you think that you can actually succeed in Hollywood without selling your soul. Now, I think there's people that have got around it like Kirk Cameron and, uh, you know, his sister and other people that just, you know, they, they've they had alternative careers where they've worked in the Christian world or somehow they got around it. But for the most part, if you want to be a big Hollywood celebrity, you know, I think you pretty much have to sell your soul or you have to do exactly what they say. And there's a cost. There's a cost. And, you know, if you notice these people's lives, I mean, they they, they tend to be very eccentric people. I mean, think of Jim Carrey and some of these people. I mean, you know, very afflicted, um, multiple personalities, uh, fragmented, um, you know, monarch control. I don't know if you ever looked into MK Ultra and some of the mind control and things like that. Some of these people have come out and said that they've actually gone through. So there's a lot of there there. Now, of course, there's a conspiratorial side and maybe not everything that the conspiracy people say is true. But I do believe that there's a lot of darkness, a lot of sorcery a lot of wickedness, and uh, let's just think of this from, you know, a, a perspective of how the devil has tried to take over all the mountains of influence. So the church got very apathetic. We got very uh, complacent. We kind of went in with the, the four walls and you know the megachurch culture and kind of just like, you know, in the 80s and the 90s and you know there was a lot of. Um, it just seemed like we didn't really understand what was happening in our society. There's a big disconnect from the church to reality. And while these very nefarious things were happening, people kind of had their heads buried, and the church did not come out from among them. In fact, the church went in with them. It seems like it like got involved, like, you know, incestually with the uh, pop culture and relevancy and celebrityism. And so there was an intertwining. Rather than the church coming out from among them and being set apart, that's why I believe the Lord is doing what He's doing right now. Is He's He's calling the real church, the ecclesia, the body of Christ, to come out from among them. And I had that amazing experience with that messenger angel that really rocked me. Uh, but I think that they, you know this is exactly what this is. Is the Lord wants the remnant to come out. He's allowing this to happen where there's a separation of the wheat from the tares, and it's a little bit painful. there's definitely an expose going on. I think some of you know people's heroes they're they're realizing are not really heroes at all. Um, you know, you got guys like Rabbi Zacharias and things like that. I mean, exposure and you're like, wow, like what in the world, you know, and maybe not all of it's true, but I think some of it's true. And, uh, you know, there's pedophilia and things that are just being exposed. And it's like, sometimes it can almost be overwhelming. And then you got these other people that are kind of like, you know, taking it to a whole other level and saying, everybody's a pedophile and everybody, and I don't buy into that either, by the way. But I do think that there is, um, some, there there. And I do think there are people that are, involved in the child sex trafficking and the pedophilia and I do think that you know the church has been infiltrated. I think there's a uh, an infiltration that's happened and and unfortunately there are some wolves in the church and there are people that are doing it for their own interests and finances and building their own kingdom and and we have to have discernment. We've got to have wisdom on how to navigate this whole thing, you know. And um but but one of the problems I think is there's a, a big lack of discernment and Part of that is because uh, a lot of people haven't been taught discernment. Um, there's not been a lot of deep biblical teaching. Uh, a lot of it has been very surface level, seeker friendly type of teaching in the body. Um, there's not been a lot of teaching on you know, uh, deliverance or mentorship or accountability or some of these core fundamental things that are biblical that we just have kind of been lacking as a generation. And so you take that and you combine it with the apathy and the complacency And the people that are kind of just living in denial, I mean, for instance, again, I'm not here to like offend you or hurt you, but I know there's a lot of Christians that were really into like Game of Thrones and, you know, certain shows that are out there that are similar HBO stuff. And, you know, they got like sex scenes in them and, you know, a lot of stuff that Christians probably should not be watching because we have to, you know, the body's the temple, of the Holy Spirit, the eyes are the window of the soul. And like, what are we watching? What are we gazing in? What are we? What are we looking at? What are we staring at? What what are we, you know, transfixed on, or whatever? And, and you know, by the way, let, talking about trans, you know, this whole trans thing. I mean, this is this is a breakdown of the family. This is a an attack on the family. You know, the whole agenda that is trying to depopulate our world to go against what the Bible taught, which was be fruitful and multiply. Mar- marriages between a man and a woman. You know, go out and. and and be fruitful and multiply so the devil wants to stifle like humans are the plague you know in the whole environmentalist movement it looks at humans just like that like you know humans are a scourge to the earth we're the plague like we need to we need to kill off humans that's what people like bill gates believe you know you got to you got to basically depopulate i mean he talks about it in his speeches you know and, and they'll they'll label you a conspiracy theorist they'll take down your video just for talking about stuff like this but the, let's just think about this you know i mean that's what these people talk about in their talks that's what they're literally pushing so how, do, how is it that I can logically trust people like him? you know and then, and then you're, you're' you're you're watching Hollywood, you know what's in Hollywood. You know who the players are. I mean, look at all the corruption, look at all the sexual immorality as a Christian. I mean as a biblical worldview Christian. and I'm not here to like attack Hollywood because again, I have a big heart for Hollywood. In fact, there's some really strong believers in Hollywood. There's some real remnant people. there's people on the sets there that are praying. You know, that are interceding, that are that are witnessing to people every single day. Makeup artists, PAs, I know them personally. So not everybody in Hollywood's bad. But the thing is, is that you have to understand the whole, um, you know, what's behind Hollywood. Like the funding, the, the people that are running it, you know. And now Chinese, uh, Communist China, the CCP have really moved into Hollywood, by the way, in a big way too. And in investing and controlling. And again, because they know that Hollywood is powerful I mean look at in the, in the Bible when they when they wanted to tell stories they Jesus even used parables he used stories because stories are effective in 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 winning people's minds over and 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 showing them truth and so you know the same it goes both ways like if you want to propagandize people or if you want people to be you know if you want to catch the kids at a young age I mean I got like a you know I got a 2 year old right she's almost 3 and it's like She'll watch YouTube videos and they're innocent, you know, Peppa Pig and, you know, whoever else that she's watching. Right. You know, Ryan's Toy Review or whatever. I mean, there's like all these little bloggers and kids that are now making their own shows on YouTube. But, you know, if I don't watch every video, if I don't like peer over her shoulder and see, you know, I prefer when she watches like VeggieTales and like Christian content, to be quite honest. And I'm pretty, pretty careful about it, but I can't watch her 24-7. And so if I'm not literally watching the other day, I'm, I'm sitting here and we're in bed and she's like sitting in between us. And all of a sudden, I like look at what she's watching. It's literally a guy dressed up as a girl, like a trans person on a kid's video. And I said, oh, my gosh, you got to change that. You know, but it's like they sneak these in there now. So what they're trying to do is just start at a really young age. And that's what I want parents. I want you guys to think about. I know it sounds like, you know, oh, my gosh, like Pastor Todd, you're too much or, you know, Pastor Todd, it's too. We can't be so, you know, we got to just let them live and we can't. I get it. Like I know. Trust me. I understand what you're saying. I'm actually not like a super strict parent. I know I probably seem like I am, but you know, I was I was raised by a strict parent, and I know that like you know you can rebel. You know, if you're too strict, you can you can go the opposite direction. So I know that. But the thing is, this you gotta be mindful, parents. We gotta be watchmen. Okay, we can't just let all this stuff go because what it does is it's an open door, and so. The Disney thing, Disney is designed, first of all, you know, we're going to talk about this with uh, Tony Stockton on Thursday a little bit more, but you know, you got to understand as far as I know, it's true that Walt Disney was a 33 degree degree Mason. Okay. So he was a Mason. As far as I know, Uh, we've done research. it, It appears to be the truth that he was a 33 degree Mason. Now that just in itself is a little weird, right? Okay. But, but there's so many, I mean, think about all the stories about sorcery and witches and, uh, you know, the, there's always like a it's, it's really demonic stuff if you think about some of the stuff, even in the early Disney stuff. And, and so th- that's been a common theme. But if you look at like, you know, Disney today, they're pushing a lot of woke stuff. Um, you know, a lot of this, um, you know, this 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 culture wokeism and 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 deep demonic, you know, liberalism, you know, that's rooted in demonic origins, you know, sexualization of young kids, pedophilia. Um, you know all this stuff and 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 so they're pushing this. So you know, you bring your kid innocently to disney world right? You just bring him there and you know who doesn't want to bring their kid to Disneyland, right? I mean, it's it's fun, it's fun to watch them, you know, they're excited by the character. they're making it mini and goofy, you know, it's so innocent, it's so sweet. you take the pictures. But what happens is you're introducing your kid to a whole culture. It's not just the park. I mean, I wish it was just the park, right? But but your kid then they start knowing who Mickey is and they start knowing who Minnie is and so it starts this whole journey and it's an inroad it's just a little inroad just a little inroad right and then you have a great time and and you know what can you go there and have a good time and maybe nothing happens absolutely can you go and just be prayed up and you know leave and and you know just pray over your kids and, and believe that nothing's gonna happen of course I mean I'm not trying to say that it's like you know, doom, 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 like you take them to Disneyland, that's it. Because I know most of you have probably done that, including myself, have, have taken kids to Disneyland. I mean, I'm not judging you or condemning you. I'm just saying, let, let's just think about this, okay? So you're introducing them. Now, what happens is then they go home now, especially with the, the interaction of technology, you know, and they and then what do they do? They go on YouTube and they look up Mini and, you know, Disney, and then, and then what happens, there's a Disney channel, and then they start watching the Disney Channel and then they start watching, you know, whoever the latest little celebrity is that they're raising up to be super innocent. And so it's like it's like an inroad. It's it's an introduction. It's just an introduction, very innocent, very, very innocent. But what it, it does is it creates a a whole it's like a relationship that starts super young and it's the same thing they do with the the doctors and the big pharmaceutical companies. I mean they start them early in college, you know, and they and, and they introduce them right there Merck and Pfizer and you know all the and, and so they start meeting the the very young medical students and, and so they just get to know these companies and then and they develop a relationship and it becomes part of their whole career because they've known the the representative since they started and, and you know it's just matter of fact that's what it is that's you know that's what they were trained that's what they were taught what's well, the same thing at disney think about it they start it's super young like it, it, it's it's encouraged parents everybody especially you know every parent christians all of them you know bring your kid to disney world i mean why wouldn't you right we all remember the memories and everything and, and you might say, well, that didn't happen. You know, nothing happened to me. I went to Disney World. Everything was fine. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like you you take your kid to Disney World and that's the end. I'm just saying it's a, it's an open door because what happens is it, it it introduces them. And today with all the interactive technology and the Disney Channel, Disney Radio, uh, YouTube and, you know, the apps and all the different things. So it's very integrated. So now more than ever, because when we were young, I didn't have an iPad You know, I would go to Disneyland and then like, you know, the only thing that I would probably see from Disney is like the Disney Channel. And, you know, even back then it was more innocent. It seemed like it was in the 80s, you know, than it is now. Right. I mean, you know, so, you know, it it was a different time back then. And I understand if you're saying nothing happened to you and and that's fine. But I'm just I'm just trying to give you some good spiritual counsel here. You got to take it to the Lord. okay? I'm not trying to be overwhelming or saying you have to give up Disney. I'm just saying just think about this. Just think about this. So it introduces this this relationship and then so I'm just watching this type of thing happen with my my child, okay? I'm literally watching this happen because, you know, if I bring her to Cracker Barrel and they have a Peppa Pig toy and she sees a little Peppa Pig toy, she wants the Peppa Pig toy. Why does she want it? Because she watches Peppa Pig on YouTube. So there's already like in her little mind, a two-year-old, she knows Peppa Pig, she knows who Peppa Pig is, she sees the toy, she wants the toy. So instantly she's pulled into the Peppa Pig world. Now, if Peppa Pig was Disney, it would be the same thing. So she's pulled into Disney, and so then anything Disney, there's like this little connection that starts, and it's a relationship that starts super young, and then what happens is they follow it through the years, and 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 it's almost like Disney is set up to corrupt them because they introduce witchcraft, they introduce um, you know sexualization, and and not only is that part of the culture in Hollywood, part of Disney, which I saw firsthand. But it's actually part of the culture in their stars, their celebrities, because if you follow their celebrities, they're, they're, it's always a story. They start off innocent. Then they start doing this very sexualized stuff. And it's like, for some reason, no one seems to care. Uh, and then and then the young people, you know, the, the kids that followed them and and almost like worship the I mean, I remember Britney Spears, like everybody had a Britney Spears poster in my generation on their on their wall you know i mean it was like you know these young girls they all looked up to britney spears and so when she went through all her stuff they went through it with her it was a relationship and a lot of my friends uh, when she was going through her stuff they were going through a very similar thing so it was it was like this uh weird um you know relationship that you know they they developed with these people that they follow them through so when they when they start to sexualize them you know my friends that liked Britney when she started dressing really sexual, they started dressing really sexual and they started being promiscuous. So it was like, that was their, that's who they looked up to. And all I'm saying is like, as a Christian, you know, should we be condoning this? Should we be, you know, telling our young people like, yeah, it's okay. Like we're basically like leading them to the slaughter in a way, you know, I mean, not, not like, you know, actually, but you know basically saying like it's okay to be promiscuous it's okay to be sexualized it's okay that you know there's witchcraft it's okay there's pedophilia because we already know that this is part of this culture and yet we're basically turning a blind eye and saying it's okay because we want to have a good time so i'm just i'm just putting this out there look i know people are going to be mad at me for this and uh you know i'm not an expert on this although i have i, I guess i would be considered an expert to be quite honest with you and i, I don't say that often but I actually was in Hollywood and I was in the Disney machine, like as an actor, like, so I guess I do have a lot more knowledge about this than a lot of people. Maybe that's why it's, it's so significant to me. Um, But I just, I just think we should be wise when when the Bible says come out from among them, you know, like, like, you know, in, in so many different ways throughout scripture, being set apart, being holy for I am holy. Uh, Don't let a little leaven, you know, leaven the whole lump. Um, Don't be the... You know the Church of Laodicea. I mean, there's so many different times. You know, straight is the way, narrow is the gate that leads to salvation. I mean, so many different things that's telling us to be set apart. You know, Nazarites. I just think to myself, why? Why would we put ourselves at risk like this? Why would we put our kids at risk like this? I just think it's. It, shouldn't we be more protective of them? Shouldn't we be, you know, uh, looking out for their best interests and not supporting or you know a a, a company that at the very least is very suspect in the way that they guard our children. I mean, if they really, it's just kind of like these pharmaceutical companies. And I'll leave you guys with this today. But, you know, if they really cared about our health, wouldn't they be telling us to, to build our immune system, to exercise, to eat well, to not eat you know, processed foods or GMOs? And, you know, I mean, there's so many different things that we could be doing to be better in shape as Americans. Take more vitamin D. I mean, you know, not be obese. I mean, just so many different things that we could be doing. But instead, what what do they do? They just try to sell us more drugs and more chemicals to put in our body. And have you ever seen those commercials and all the side effects of each one of those things? So many side effects, and yet for whatever reason, we still do it over and over and over again. Instead of just thinking the the logical thing would be to be healthy, exercise, eat well. You know, food is medicine, that kind of thing. So it's the same thing with this. It's like, you know, we know that there's corruption in Disney and in Hollywood. We know there's pedophilia. We know there's all types of really perverse things that have happened. It's come out with Epstein. It's come out with, uh, you know, just all these different people, the uh, Nexium uh, people, it, it, you know, it came out with Weinstein recently, I and mean, I can go on and on. Yeah, You know, we, we've known for years that this stuff is happening, and I really believe we're in a season of expose where the Lord is allowing all this because he wants us to come out from among them. And so this is the time where the church has to consecrate. And I just think from a wisdom standpoint, if we're going to be remnant parents, And we're gonna be set apart and we're gonna be setting our kids up for success. Why would we be like holding their hand into a place that literally is known for these things? And it's so overt and so in our face and yet for whatever reason we've chose to have kind of like a blind eye, if you will. And I just think like, you know, it's kinda time to start talking about this stuff, you know? So, you know, these are the things we're gonna be talking about, but I just wanted to kinda share a little bit about my heart on that. You gotta do what you gotta do. Look, I'm never gonna force you And I'm not going to beat you over the head with the Bible. Like, I'm just going to give you my opinion. You could be mad at me for it. You could hate me for it. But I love you. And I want to see you set up for success. And I want to see your kids set up for success. And I I just want to see you thriving in Jesus Christ. And I I don't want the open doors. And am I perfect? No, I'm not perfect. Uh, But we're doing this together. And so we are the remnant. And uh, being the remnant means being set apart. You know, be holy for I am holy. So anyway that is today's show thank you so much for tuning in you guys are amazing uh we're gonna have a great week here ahead and uh, i'm just so thankful for you and uh thank you for tuning in today thank you for again for praying for me this last week Uh, i felt your prayers and uh we are more determined than ever to stand for truth and righteousness and to be the body of christ and uh i'm telling you the lord is doing some he's doing something bringing us together and uh We were made for a time as this. Don't grow weary in doing good. Stand on the promise of God, which is yes and amen. Hope in a future. This is the Todd Coconato Show. God bless you.